Hey there, trailblazing women. Mark your calendars for the Women Thrive Summit, happening March 18th to the 22nd, 2024. Join us for five empowering days of inspiration, connection, and growth. Unlock your potential with workshops led by industry leaders, panel discussions, and networking opportunities. Don't miss this chance to amplify your voice and thrive together. Visit womenthrivesummit.com to grab your tickets today. That's womenthrivesummit.com. Welcome to Women Thrive Podcast. This is where you'll get to hear incredible stories of female entrepreneurs, business owners, women from all walks of life. Myself, Raymond Jan, and my co-host Abigail will be interviewing incredible women, hearing inspiring stories of women from all around the world. I have no doubt that you will find something that will be life-changing for you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and join us for our future episodes. Hello and welcome to today's podcast episode at Women Thrive. My name is Rwanda Jan and I will be your host for today's podcast episode. I'm so excited to have one of our guests today and we are going to be speaking on embracing authenticity and leadership. So my guest today is Jessica Rice, who is a high performance coach who works with women leaders to build their authentic brand and amplify their leadership voice through transformational coaching and positioning strategies that helps them keep rising up in their careers and create their purpose-driven life. Jessica, welcome to our podcast today. Thank you so much, Ramonda. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Thank you. I'm excited for our audience to get to know you a little bit. So why don't we just dive in and hear a little bit more about your story and how you got to do what you do today? Sure, of course. So coming into coaching really was this transformational journey for me. I have a background in computer engineering and design, mainly design, but somehow I morphed into becoming a director of engineering by happenstance. And in that process started to recognize that I really felt like I was meant to be doing something more that was meaningful and impactful and really wanted to help other women leaders to understand how they can make an impact with their leadership and owning their own brand as well. So that's kind of the short synopsis of moving into coaching for me and and how I serve other women. Amazing. So why high performance coaching? Why you've chosen this area? So I do love working with women who know that there's something a little bit more that they need to be doing and they're driven and motivated and ambitious. I think it's incredible if we understand that there is more to bring to the table that we have that's kind of our message in life, this purpose that we have, that we can leave a legacy behind of all of the work. We spend so much time in our jobs And it's important that we can feel like when we walk away from that, we are proud of what we've accomplished, our contributions to that effort. Yeah. And authenticity. So today we're talking about embracing authenticity and leadership. And I know it's not always easy to be your authentic self or just really shine the way you want to shine because sometimes we're afraid to outshine somebody else or we're afraid of 
not being accepted for who we truly are. So tell me a little bit more about your journey in embracing authenticity. And I just want to delve in a bit more into this topic. So embracing authenticity for me, and I think when I look at other women leaders is oftentimes we can walk into our leadership feeling like we need to be someone else and imposter syndrome starts to come into play and we start to morph into what we think we're supposed to be. And I find that that usually has some detrimental effects in in our own ability to show up every single day and interact with our teams and interact with those who we are serving because we are not being authentic using our natural gifts and talents and strengths and even the experiences that we've had throughout our lives all of them culmination are creating who we are so when we are inauthentic we are not in alignment and i think that starts to show up in a variety of ways we start putting on armor we can have labels around us because we're not we're we're pretending so to speak and that's why i think that leadership really needs to have this transition to authenticity and not even trying to fit into what's your quote unquote leadership style and how you make yourself or pigeonhole into that but what different ones you embody so that you can walk into any environment and your brand precedes you. And it's so powerful when you see leaders really do that and in an environment where you look up to someone and they authentically themselves, they step in and they shine and just that whole energy. I feel like, especially for women, we radiate. It's as if we just put on a cape and we're like, wow. <laughs> How can one achieve that? I mean, and we talk about this a lot, I think, in our community that everybody wants to wear a mask and it's not an easy thing to be authentic self. So how can one achieve that? Within coaching, sometimes we will start to discover what's underneath the surface, what's underneath the root, and what are the reasons why we hide? What are some of the fears that come up for us that block us from really wanting to shine and be ourselves? And we can start to look at that. Then we can also start to be willing to look at what our strengths are and our weaknesses. I think humility can be great, but sometimes it can be very detrimental because we don't want to own the good things about ourselves. And so we put that away. And I think that especially for women, we've been taught at an early age that We should just kind of be quiet or meek or mild to a certain extent. And then we go catapult ourselves into leadership. And then we decide that we want to wear a power suit and be super strong, but we don't know how to do that. And so there's a, there's a mix in there. And so really understanding what your natural strengths are, what you truly bring to the table. And even some of those quieter moments of leadership can really be that quiet strength that helps others to connect and really understand how you can best serve them. Yeah. And you have achieved quite a bit in your career over the years. What do you think helped you to move through the ranks and achieve the success that you have achieved in your professional career? I think it was when I really started to push myself forward. I knew that no one else was going to do it for me and sometimes you can have leaders who are amazing and if they understand how to help catapult you in your career but not every leader understands how to do that and so at some point i started to 
kind of follow my own path. I mean, my father always kind of taught me everybody puts their pants on in the same way. And so I didn't always follow the traditional things that you're supposed to do where you go through your boss and then you go through this and you submit your idea and you just hope um, that they'll recognize you. So in some ways that I would just go straight to the source, to the COO or the CTO with ideas that I had, even for the company at large, just so they understood, like, these are things I'm thinking about, and this is how I want to move the company forward, and I want to help support that effort. And that really started to shift for me in my career as I started to do those types of things and getting noticed. And what were some of the challenges that you have had to face? Because I know it's it's not always easy to kind of rise to your success. And I'm sure there's something that nobody speaks of, like, okay, we want to celebrate the, the successes, but what were the challenges that you were facing? So I think in my corporate career, I've had, I've experienced trauma earlier on in my life and I could always bring that up too, but in the corporate setting, there were a number of challenges that I also faced. One was that I had to get over my need to continually please or be liked by other people. I think as leaders, sometimes we have to make decisions that's for the betterment of the company and not everyone's going to like it because it might mean more work for them or it might mean that they have to learn a new skill. And sometimes you are the face of that change and being the face of a change movement, while that's incredible and can be really catapulting for your career can also have some inadvertent you know effects and so i had experienced certain times where others didn't really appreciate some of the changes that were being made as a result and that was hard to face especially with other women because i think that we are sometimes pigeonholed into feeling competitive with one another and so even if we're moving in a direction that someone isn't fully interested in going, but they start to see you moving up more quickly, it still seems like you are a beacon and there's a bit of that competition because it brings out their own insecurities and fears in relation to themselves. So things like that has started to happen for me in my career. I also had a really young son at the time and I was having to travel a lot more. And so even though I was starting to experience success in my career, my marriage was really struggling at that time. and. I was really having a hard time knowing who I was because in work, I was starting to feel more successful, but at home, I was feeling less successful. Yeah. And it's it's hard, especially for successful women to balance it all out. How did you go about finding success in both your professional career and your home? So at that time, I think I really had, because of things I had gone through in my past trauma with abuse and also medical issues that I'd experienced when I was younger, those still carried with me. And once I started to learn to let go of some of that, then I could start to bridge that gap. So I'd gone through some spiritual life coaching, a bit of a journey for myself, where I really stopped blaming everybody else and really also taking ownership of myself and this inherent saboteur that i had to please everybody but with that sometimes comes the resentment as well which i coach around with other women also so once that started to happen i think things started to shift within my personal life and my marriage 
And I also found my this this incredible desire for coaching. And that's how I was introduced to it at the same time. And really recognizing that I felt like I was intended to be doing something different and something more. So I think it was twofold. Um, I really found myself in the cradles of what I would say struggle at that same time. Yeah. And I know more recently you've made the leap to full-time coaching. What sparked you to say, you know what, I'm going all in and this is what I'm destined to do? At some point we have to make a decision on what it is that we really truly are here to do. And it's hard to try to live a double life. You can keep growing to a certain extent in both directions, but at some time, some point you're going to cap out or max out because you're putting um, too much effort into both scenarios and you're getting stretched way too thin. And you have to make that decision. Am I wanting to go full in on the things that I'm really passionate about and that I feel like are my life's purpose? Or am I going to stay over here where it relatively might feel safer? And so for me, I made that choice because I felt that it was incredibly important for me to continue to move forward and grow. And there was just no way that I could do that if I kept holding myself back and staying in the safe route with my other role. Yeah, of course. And sometimes you just have to do this. Like I remember for myself, the life that I was living and the desired life that I wanted, it was like traveling on a parallel road. And I'm thinking, wait, why am I traveling on this road when I want to be there? And I think at some stage I have had to make pretty drastic leap from one lane to the other and say, well, I have to leave everything behind and just take a bet on myself. And it sounds like you're like, okay, I'm ready. Take me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. As scary as it was, it was kind of like, okay, we're just going to go for it. And we're going to go all in because I think at some point it is, it's following our purpose and following our mission in life. And I think that's even true for leadership because it doesn't, sometimes you have to make that scary leap but you have to bet on yourself like you said you have to believe in what it is that your cause is and your mission and your core values and you touched on something like that fear there's always fear of being yourself or taking that next leap and i feel like with leadership you at some stage you also just have to be unapologetic and i think this is where true empowerment comes from being unapologetic being yourself and knowing that I will speak my truth. I will live my truth. How do you view that as, as empowerment and especially leadership? I think that's absolutely true. When we are hiding, no one can see us. And so we do have to make that shift where we actually start to see ourselves as this magnificent creature that we are not to sound, you know, too crazy, but you know, that's true. It's, we have strengths and i think that sometimes we go through life and we push them aside or we don't want to state them boldly for whatever reason maybe we've had a bad experience in the past where someone thought we were arrogant or self you know conceited or something along those lines i think that's absolutely this misnomer that especially happens for women where we diminish ourselves but i think if you can think of it in the sense that you don't really need to ask 
for permission to shine. You don't need to ask someone else for you to show up and be your full embodiment of everything that you can bring to the table. Because you, when you're doing that, you are in full service, you're in true service to others and to what it is that you're here to do and bring. So whether it's in your leadership or your business, really embracing yourself, that is the gift that you are not only giving yourself, but you're giving to other people as well. Hmm. And if you could touch on somebody perhaps that you have worked with or somebody who had transformational results as a result of your coaching, I'd love to hear just perhaps the story of someone you worked with and what was that transformation like for them? So I've had a few different women who I've worked with on creating kind of their leadership brand and what it is that they bring to the table. And sometimes in that process, it can be a little bit sticky because we're starting to recognize what's underneath the surface and those saboteurs that can come into play. And so in one case, I had a very high ranking executive leading a company, leading multiple teams, you know, hundreds, hundreds of people. And she was still struggling with how others viewed her and in a sense it was how she viewed herself coming up and trying to be authentic she had been labeled as the kind of like the finisher for certain projects she was the brute force that had to come in and get things done and i think over time she started to kind of build this armor up in terms of how she went in and moved through tough decisions and getting things accomplished. In that process, we started to lean into really what it is that she actually brings to the table. And she was able to tap into her greater empathy and compassion and ability to really connect with the different members of her team. And as that happened, the result was actually really phenomenal because the team started to grow within their trust of her and she was in turn able to trust them to a greater extent and herself. And I think that's a really key point too, is that sometimes we start to blame ourselves for certain situations that we start to find ourselves in thinking that somehow it's our fault and we don't trust ourselves at that point. So we then start to assume that we're going to continue to make the same you know, mistakes or fall into the same types of situations. The real key then is that those are experiences that had happened and yes, as an evolving human, you've grown and you've learned and you take those experiences with you, but you can then adapt and change and move forward and learn from them. And so really trusting yourself, I think is really key also to being able to move ahead. Yeah. It doesn't mean that the same outcome is going to happen. And sometimes you just have to step into that new version of yourself and let go of the past, isn't it? If you keep replaying the same tape over and over again, it's the same thing you're going to get over and over again. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And it requires some deep work sometimes. You have to face the ugly parts to understand the beautiful parts too. And we really touched on quite a few things like that there's that fear and sometimes we self-sabotage ourselves. And it's so true, especially when we have unhealed trauma and we trying to wear a mask and not really face ourselves to ourselves. And that that is when it becomes potentially detrimental to your success because you're the one getting in your own way without realizing. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's so easy for us to block ourselves. And 
we get stuck in our own thought patterns and we don't recognize it because inherently our brains are relatively lazy. So the neural patterns and pathways that they start to follow, they're just going to keep following down that same path until you create some sort of a pattern interrupt and really start to recognize what are the gaps in thinking. We all have them. And there's nothing wrong with admitting that. It's really just how we pivot and shift our thinking so that we can open up to new ways of exploring ourselves, our leadership, and how we move forward in our careers and businesses. Yeah, I love that. I love that this is the work that you do. And I think no matter how high up we are in any leadership position or business ownership or corporate career, I think it's always important to have that support and have coaching and guidance and someone that you can talk to and grow through some of the challenges, because I think that is the loneliest place to be, to be in a leadership position and you don't have anyone to lean, lean to or speak to. So yeah, Jessica, I know you're going to be one of our speakers at the Women Thrive Summit that happens in March, and this is our annual Women Empowerment event. And I know that your talk title is Elevating Impact, Harnessing Passion, Purpose, and Expertise for Your Higher Calling. So I'm curious to know what can our audience expect during the week of the summit when you're delivering your talk? Sure, of course. So the talk is really going to be about how you, like it says, harness all of those experiences that you have. I think one of the misnomers about resumes and things like that, that we put onto a piece of paper to present ourselves is it excludes the majority of our life. (laughs) And the majority of our life is the piece that makes us who we are. And so when we can actually pull that in and embrace it and bring that into embodying our leadership and how we show up even every day within our lives and how those different experiences taught us something that's when we really can step into harnessing our full power and potential and so that's what i'm going to be talking about in this in the talk wow i love that wow it's just something quite refreshing i know in especially in in a career wise people are just wanting to tick off the boxes or this is what is on your resume but it's beautiful to to see that multi-dimensional approach to elevating your success in 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 your career jessica any last parting thoughts before we close out for today's episode my main message really is to fully embrace yourself and allow for yourself to shine. And if there's moments where you start to feel like you should be holding yourself back or not putting yourself out there because of a fear-based you know, reasoning, I think that's even more of a motivation for you to step out and push yourself forward. When we find those moments, when we're pushing ourselves and we're doing something, that is when we have those little breakthroughs and those shifts and those changes where we can really see like, oh, I didn't die from this experience, but rather I blossomed and I bloomed. I love that. Love that message. So please do make sure that you connect with Jessica Rice on her social media channels. You will find her details in the show notes. Jessica, what is the best platform to stay connected with you? The very best platform is LinkedIn and Jessica Carl Rice, or you can find me at Jessica Rice Coaching. Amazing. So all those links will be available in the show notes. I hope you feel inspired and motivated to keep rising to your 
true and authentic self in your leadership. Do make sure you stay tuned for more amazing episodes with our incredible guests. And if you haven't already, head over to womenthrivesummit.com and check out our summit. This is our annual women empowerment event that happens third week of every March. And you're going to meet so many amazing people. You may even find some friends, some coaches there, and you never know what you may learn along the way. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and we look forward to seeing you on another Thank you so much, Jessica. Thank you so much. We look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Women Thrive Podcast. If you found today's episode empowering and inspiring, be sure to subscribe and follow us. Better yet, leave a review and share it with others. We're committed to bringing you more stories that will empower and inspire you on your own journey. Until next time, keep listening, keep learning, and keep pursuing your dreams.